Let's do it. What's going on? You were listening to Hung Cheese, episode 15. I'm John. With me is Sepp and Dirty. And we're coming at you from a late on a Sunday night. How are we feeling, boys? I'm losing steam. I'm sleepy. A lot of energy, boys. <laughs> Love that. Love that. You can feel that coming through the mic. I, I like that. But uh, no, we're, we're here. Um, had a long day yesterday with the Belmont race, but a ton of fun. Got to see a lot of people. Um, you guys have a good time? Yeah, hell of a time. You liked it? Like watching those ponies run? There was some, uh, some talk a couple nights before the race. Uh, you guys weren't there, but it was me and Guidi and and Yoli, and we were talking about how like how much of a shit show it was gonna be, and how like we didn't think it was gonna be the best time, right. but expectations were exceeded. Still a shit show. No, still a shit show, <laughs> but definitely but a fun, fun one. Yeah. yeah, you liked it, set? I loved. I had a blast. Yeah, I had a blast too. I had a blast. I liked. I liked. Uh, Getting myself in front of one of those betting machines and yeah. punching getting, the buttons around. Getting the ticket. <laughs> I just like I like the I like dressing the part and then taking the the racing plant pamphlet and smacking it against my hand as the horses. I running. had mine in my back pocket. I thought that looked like yeah, I knew what I was doing. You looked like, and you had the pen too. You were like circling all the races. And yeah, I was scribbling things on there that probably shouldn't have been there. I mean, but it I, worked. No, well, it didn't work. No. I I did a whole, I got killed at the track, but you know. I bet on the one one guy. I got everyone in. This is one of the earlier races, not the main one. But I was like the four horse complexity. I really like them. Like let's all get behind them. So this was a race that we actually were standing along the track fence. So we were right there, and you know he's coming around the turn. He's right in the middle of the pack. So like I think I just needed to come in first or second, and I don't know what happened, but he pulled a hammy or something and can't he came in dead last like i'm pretty sure not even close i'm pretty sure he walked to the finish line it was bad and i really i looked at john and he was just like shaking his head i was like how could i be so wrong he was staring at the finish line in disbelief that his horse had just not even trotted just horrible to the horrible but not everyone had a bad betting day no, I I struck gold. You struck gold with uh, Sir Winston. Sir Winston. Sir Winston. Yeah, thanks to John's uh, mom and a few of the ladies that we were. Uh, yeah, shout out uh, Eleni. I don't even know if, if but she was, as soon as she got there, she was screaming at everybody to bet Sir Winston. Yeah. So what happened was in the morning, me and John went to go pick up cigars, and we were pretty hung. So his mom took us kind of around to get our errands done. Run the errands. And John ran in to get cigars, and his mom gave me this piece of paper. She's like what do you think of these horses? Like I have this one in a pool and she had Sir Winston and it was like 12 to one odds. I'm like, all right, like whatever. I didn't really think anything of it. Get to the track and all these girls in a are saying, Hey, yeah, we like Sir Winston for no apparent reason. And Stars I was like, were lying. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Like, I guess I'll take it. So I bet 50 bucks on it and I won 500 on it. And it was pretty babe. dope. Had a babe. But, uh, absolutely a shit show. Dirty. Did you do any betting or not really? I didn't put one bet in. 
Jesus Christ. Probably for the best. It's really difficult. That's how hurt I was. Yeah, you were hurting. But uh, no. There, I, there was a horse named Dirty, too. Yeah. He, he didn't, didn't do too he high. Didn't do too well. I lost a little bit of money oh, on those. If, if he was running sideways, he would have won. <laughs> Lateral speed is what matters with Dirty. Our outfits were all winners, though. I'd say so. I like that. Hell yeah. We were able to dress up. I wore a bow tie. You did. I thought you that looked, looked good. cool. I thought everyone looked good. Yeah. I got my drip ripped. Yo, yeah, <laughs> for no Dirty reason. You had so much beef with it. I forget who the fuck. Joey. Joey. And Joey was ripping your drip, dude. Dude, dude I go up to... And he tried to make it better and you weren't even having I, it. I go up to this kid, Joey, who I haven't seen in, in probably like a year. No, I don't know. We'll call it a year. And go, tomorrow, how's it going? Whatever. And he goes... Oh, is your is it your first time at Belmont? And then looks me up and down and goes, "Well, obviously it is." Oh my god, that's a savage burn. <laughs> now you look good. That kid's out of his mind. We'll put up if you guys didn't see any of our Instagrams. We'll put up on Hung Cheese all of our drip outfits, so you guys can read see our it. drip, our drip, drip. <laughs> we'll actually have our media guy do that right now for us. We can get up. Thank you, thank you, media guy. <laughs> that's Matt. Thanks, Matt. Also, just goes by video guy. You know, so Dirty Dirty's temper was getting a little hot with Joey, but he wasn't alone because between the train ride there and back, the amount of fights we saw from yeah. middle-aged men who oh, dude. just probably got absolutely killed at the track, Bro, the tail of the and we're looking was... to take it out on an 18-year-old yeah. was ridiculous. It was kind of – it was really funny, actually, more than anything. But these guys were – One guy was trying to take on, like, a group of five 20-year-olds. And he and he said – and so, you know, he really meant business. Oh, shit. He said, I don't give a fuck. I have nothing to lose. <laughs> Dirty, do you have a take on this? Because you said something funny when he said that. Yeah, dude. If somebody <laughs> – if you're about to, to scrap with somebody and they say, I got nothing to lose, you walk away because – That rule You've already lost. Yeah, you've already lost if that happens. Tempers were high. Fucking Chris Rams gotten gotten his skirmish because uh, fucking he's like, what he do? He did this. Ready? Bad bad radio, but he went <laughs> in the guy's face. Chris is sitting down. This guy's walking by in the aisle, <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> and the guy said, "You picked the wrong motherfucker to do that to." And like, I don't know. The guy, the guy was, was forty five years old, forty five, completely bald, shaped like a bowling ball. His wife and there was about no six of, of us. Like I would never start a fight if I saw Dirty Mike just sitting down. I don't know, man. Especially you... with the pants that Dirty had on, those things were. I definitely wouldn't tight. mess with. I definitely wouldn't mess with Dirty, but uh, I don't know, Seb. I wasn't too impressed with your your fighting abilities. I know. Here. My first wanted... of all, John, it wasn't a fight. That's like you have to realize Wait, a there was threat. a fight. It wasn't a fight. No, John doesn't has to realize a threat when there's an actual threat. So I was laying on a blanket because my legs were physically beat up, and I was laying next to Guidi, and there was this girl laying on the other side of me, and. I was a little drunk at this point, to be completely honest. And so was everybody. But a, a beer can came whizzing past my beanbag, and I believe it hit the female. It hit her right in the face. Hit her right in the face. I didn't, in my defense, I didn't really know it hit her in the face. But then all I hear is John yelling to the kid, apologize, apologize to the kid. I was yelling, say sorry. <laughs> say you're sorry. So I was just. It was, I was an accident. I saw the whole thing. He wasn't trying to hit her. I was you. laying on my back looking at John, who's over to my left, doing this. And then all of a sudden, I see Guidi try to get up. And Guidi was, I guess, he, I don't know if he was banged up or not, but it looked like he was trying to get up in slow motion. He looked like one of those like old people when they get down and then try to get yeah. back up. That's what we well, Regardless, it's a life alert. <laughs> <laughs> regardless, neither of you guys came to my aid and support. 
At least Guidi tried to get up. You didn't even Dude, make that a move. If that kid stepped to you, I would have did like one of those handstand jump ups from lying backwards down on the ground. I, don't, I didn't see that move popping out from you. But either way, yeah, so tempers were hot from uh, losing some bets. But definitely a ton of fun. Probably do it again next year. Yeah. I would have fun. I mean, I'm after going to the Belmont today, I'm like really excited for Saratoga. Well, yeah, well, let's just hope that when – Saratoga comes around. The beers aren't fourteen dollars a piece. Oh, no, they, Saratoga. They I already got it. You could bring a cooler in. Oh, dude. That, and I got a gripe with Belmont's hot dogs, dude. They had the footlong hot dogs. You know how much bread was on that fucking thing? Yeah, like they weren't those snappers. No, they weren't snappers. Oh, those things were like rubber dildos. I, I didn't I was eat eating. I didn't eat a morsel of food there. I had two of them. <laughs> all right. Uh, good. Anything else from the week? I was I was traveling all week. I was in Rhode yeah, Island. I I grabbed my phone before thinking I had to do something. I wanted to check my notes to see if I had any like. Oh yeah, dude. Stuff to bring do up. your prep work right on the show, live um, on the show. Good job. Um, I will, I won a little money in roulette when I was in Rhode Island. No one cares. Now you're pissed. At me. <laughs> Mike is. You can't say anything to Mike. He just gets upset. But um, you did right, win so, some money. What'd you bet on, black or red? All of it. I was doing. The inside numbers, I was doing the outside. Oh, you were going like technical too. Yeah. I And you know what it was too is um, I I was really good at picking the thirds that it was going to come up in. Like okay. first third, second third. Were you by yourself? Third. No, I was with a few of the guys I work with. It gotcha. was pretty fun. Work friends. Yeah, I'd work call them colleagues. <laughs> Probably colleagues. Don't let them hear you say that on here. I don't, Break I don't some know hearts. if they listen to the the pod if anybody knows john's co-workers make sure you send him the link <laughs> put him in some hot water i'd probably yeah i think i'd have bigger problems than them thinking we're friends or not <laughs> but uh yeah no do you guys did you end up having anything to say for the week or no um yeah i had a few i had a few stuff on there but we'll get to it maybe yeah i guess like when the situation was, comes yeah, up yeah, yeah. i was gonna right. get i was just gonna get into the nba finals a little bit i'll do, I'll do it after the finals okay. yeah so surprise a little surprising series so far i think compared to a lot of people would think uh three one yeah three raptors over three, the warriors three, right now part. i mean i granted there's been injuries but i don't think anyone saw the raptors really doing what they're doing what do you guys thought of that Kawhi's play and Dude, Kawhi's, the raptors Kawhi as a whole? is dope i love Kawhi. you like him the silent assassin Dude, on the internet, the shit that people are saying about like his personality is so fucking yeah, funny. I've come to terms now that any of my favorite athletes who are going to go down to history, some of the best in their respective sports, are going to be made fun of in one capacity or another. Like oh, LeBron yeah, with his hairline, Kawhi with his lack of emotion. Like no one could just be good and just leave it at that. They dude. have to like poke fun at everyone. Oh, absolutely. Kawhi and bullying media, is bad. Dude. Kawhi in front of the media is all time. I, uh, a reporter asked him, like, what a championship would mean for Canada. <laughs> and he goes, like, I guess you'd have to ask, like, somebody from Canada. <laughs> Dude, I want to read this real quick. I re- saw it on Twitter. I don't know if you – I read it to Mike, but it was, a, it was like, supposed to be, like, a news article. I almost crashed a car. This is really it. funny. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it. It was Kawhi. I'll read it real quick. This is tweeted out. I want to give some credit to by fucking, I don't even know, Tyler McDonahue. So it goes, while with the Spurs, Kawhi was known for his love of red apples. One time after practice, everyone decided to go out for a team dinner. When it was his turn to order, Kawhi waved off the waiter and instead pulled out a bag of 12 apples. Coach Popovich asked what he was doing, and Kawhi simply re- replied, 
apple time, apple time. He then, <laughs> he then ate all 12 apples with a knife and fork. <laughs> There's no way that's real. There's no way that's no, real. I, but how fun I don't think that? it's real, but it's hilarious. Yeah. The creativity. Dude, that's that. so fucking fun. Apple I was time, Apple time. time. <laughs> Dude, I think the line to board man gets paid. Like, oh, that's, that's fucking awesome, awesome yeah. too. Another yeah, thing that Kawhi's was totally around to a lot today. On the court. I fucking love that. Yeah, no, Kawhi's growing on me. I used to not like him as much, but he's, he's fucking – I mean, his play obviously is unbelievable, but that the way that they're spinning his personality is ridiculous. And uh, I wanted to ask you guys, so KD practiced today. He did. Games tomorrow. Not ruled out. He's listed as questionable. If he comes back and they rattle off three straight wins, is he the MVP of the series? He is 100 to 1 odds to win the M- MVP of the NBA Finals. I am putting money. Are you going to put 10 bucks on it? it? Why wouldn't you? Right. Why wouldn't you? Because I've seen crazier shit happen. Judy, if he comes back and they win the next three games, he's not only finals MVP, he jumps LeBron and Jordan as best of all. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut your face. What are you saying? No, I'm not, not even going to comment on that. I, I'm not even going to give you the uh, the respect of an answer. Right? No, but he, that would be some fucking feat. And now if he does that, does that make Steph look bad? No, it just makes I mean, KD no KD. KD is one of the best players but ever. There was like talk that step, you know, the team better without KD. Remember Dude, all that? Steph's now got it's not. Steph's got the sniffles, man. He gets a pass this series. He's under the weather. Didn't he have the shits the other day? No, no. Paul Pierce had the shits apparently. Yeah, when he got carted I off. That. Yeah, that was embarrassing. I saw that. All right, so I I wanted to talk baseball for one second because did you guys see the uh, home run that Max Muncy hit off of Bumgarner today? Madison Bumgarner? I didn't see it. So dirty, just to give you a little perspective here. In San Francisco, there's like a big right field wall. McCovey Cove. And then past the right field wall is McCovey Cove. It's like a bay. Bay. Right. You've seen Barry Bonds hit a few dingers there. This motherfucker, lefty on lefty put the ball about a quarter of a mile into the bay. He almost hit Alcatraz <laughs> with the ball. And then, John, I'm sorry, I didn't mean I just had yeah, to no, give no, him like no, a, no, a was, picture of how no, far he hit you it. you got to paint it for everybody. Yeah, he absolutely crushes it. Honestly, he didn't do a big pimp job on it. All he did, you know, he was looking at it. He was admiring his work. I can't knock him for that. At, even coming as a You pitcher, hit it to Alcatraz, you admired him. He crushed work. it. And, you know, he didn't show him up. He didn't do too much, but... He gets her to first base, and Bumgarner calls him out. He yells at him or something. And Muncie gives him a wave like, let's get it on. Like, I'm ready to throw down. Umpires break it up. But the, the reason I bring it up is the best part about this is after the game, the reporters asked Muncie, like, what the exchange was, what was said between him and Bumgarner. And his response is, he told me not to look at the ball. He didn't like it. And then – so he said, Muncie, the guy who hit it, said back, if you don't like it, go get it out of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want me watching it, go get it out of the ocean. I thought Damn. that was really and like, good. Bumgarner is notorious for if you hit a home run off of him and like pimp it or stare at it a little bit, he'll yell pissed. at you. He'll yeah. get pissed. Yeah. So like for someone to clap back like that. And Muncie, this is Muncie's second year in the league. Yeah. And Bumgarner is like a eight or ten year vet. Yeah. So for him to clap back like that, it's fucking awesome. I loved it. Yeah, no, that was really good. It was, it was awesome. I wish I had like the thinking to say something that that dope to somebody yeah, you're, else. I mean, you're quick witted, but not that quick. I don't think I've ever hit a ball in the ocean either, so yeah. or ever could. But you know what? That was I thought. Give him a nod. I like that. It All was right, pretty cool. 
So that's basically all the sports talk I got. NHL Finals is live right now. Boston live. Yeah, Boston is currently winning one nothing in the middle of the second period. Real good series back and forth. Kind of chippy tonight too. Chippy. It's been chippy all series. It's been really. When you good. listen to this tomorrow, most people know it's been pretty chippy, but tonight just seems extra. Um, I actually had a question for you two boys, stemming off of a like a group me uh, conversation that we had. So our buddy Dan, who's a loyal listener of the pod, went to go see an in, like a a rock band the other night. It's like a low key band. So I had a question for you guys. Would you guys rather be a popular solo artist like a Justin Bieber, or would you rather be like the Jonas Brothers as a group? Like, would you rather be a group, a boy band, like a group, or a solo artist with the same level of popularity? I think I'd rather be in a group because I just like having my boys around. And I don't know. I feel like life on the road when you're by yourself might be a little get lonely sometimes. Get lonely on the road. Mm-hmm. I like to, you know, share the share the fame with my brothers. Dirty. Um, I'm going to say group because if anybody's seen the uh, Netflix, like, yeah, dirt, I want to call it like a docu-movie. Yeah, it's called Dirt, right? Fitting. It's called Dirt. Um, that's about Motley Crue. Motley Crue. And they look like they just had it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, imagine doing it with like your bandmates, dude. Or No, it would really... be, be sick. And I, I'm, I'm in agreement. I just wanted to hear your thoughts oh, on okay. it. If you wanted to be like a solo. I mean, artist. I know a lot of like times – in a, if you have a group, a solo artist might break out of that group. Beyonce, Kelly Rowand. Right. And Destiny. then the third one that no one really knows right. her name. That's Destiny's Child. But there's been plenty of those. Well, Michael Jackson, right? Wasn't he Jackson 5? Jackson 5. Yeah. Uh, in, whichever one Justin Timberlake was in, Backstreet Boys. Or oh, Insane. right. Right. Hootie and the Blowfish, Darius Rucker. He did a complete change. The of, Beatles, but that was kind of by default because everyone died. But still. Is that yeah. true? <laughs> Yeah, well, John Paul, Lennon. Paul no, McCartney. Paul McCartney. John well, Lennon both died. Of them, both of them did solo stuff too. Yeah, before he got his bean taken off. Let's see that here and there. R.I.P. <laughs> so I had a I uh, dirty. I was talking. To, I actually have a story for you guys, stemming off of the the music thing. I was telling John a little bit of it in the car. But did you know that I was a drummer at one point in my life? No. All right. So I guess I'll take it out. A trip down memory lane. So I think I was in fifth or sixth grade. I want to say fifth grade. And I watched the movie Drumline with Nick Cannon, and where he's the snare drummer guy. So I told my mom, I'm like, hey, mom, I want a snare drum. I want to be a drummer. So she took me to this place where I signed up for these drum lessons, like full kit. So for eight weeks, I did drum lessons. And my instructor, I guess, decided it would be good to start me off with, like Beatles music. So learning all these songs. And after the eight weeks of you know the drum class, they put you in a show. Like you perform in front of the other drummers and like your families. So like week eight rolls around. I'm rocking out to the Beatles. Uh, eight days a week was the song. Were you good? I was crushing it. They were saying like I was the best like fifth grader to ever walk through there. <laughs> right. <laughs> they were murmuring that. So like week eight, practice week, like I ripped the whole song by myself. No hesitation. Week nine comes around like my whole family's there. Aunts, uncles, cousins. Play- it's probably about 50 people deep with all the drummers' families. So I'm, I go, like, they do the order. I'm third in the order. Third or fourth. I think I was fourth. Um, bat and clean up. Bat and clean up. Great call by whoever set it up. So I go up there, and there's two drum sets. There's one for the, the drummer, me, and then one for the instructor, just in case shit goes south. So, like, I get up what there. What would be my, the reason that he would have one? Like, I mean, you're in fifth grade, so anyone that kind of chokes up under pressure. 
Oh, he'd, like he'd play with you? Yeah, like he'd help you. Oh, okay. Um, well, you, I guess okay. if you have like a duet going. Oh, okay. That was probably for the more advanced kids. So like I go up there with my drum bag and my CD. So I give my CD to like the DJ guy, pull out my drumsticks out of my bag, like set up, look out to the crowd. It's crowded. Fully stocked place. Look to the DJ, like nod my head. He clicks the tape Hit in. <laughs> Hit it. So like before I play, like I, I do a little like triple tap on the hi-hat. Click my stick together once, song goes, I start ripping it. About a minute in, I'm like locked in. I haven't looked anywhere. And I'm like playing. I'm getting cocky. I'm like, all right, let me look up and see how the crowd's taking it in. <laughs> Are they feeling it? <laughs> so I, I look up for not even like five seconds and I lose my rhythm. And it's I start going off beat and uh -oh. it's bad. Hey, when you lose your rhythm. Uh -oh. <laughs> so so all of a sudden, like it's getting real bad. So I see my drum instructor sitting first row, like hop up out of his seat, whip his drumsticks out of his pocket. He runs up there, gets me back on cue. We finish the song. It's like it's customary when you're done, you know, you sit and you watch the other performers. So like I went back to my family, they gave me hugs and kisses. And then I was like, can we go get dinner now? <laughs> so like I want ice cream. I walked out and I was just, they're like, you're not going to stay and like finish the show. I'm like, no, I'm leaving. I'm done. So as I'm walking out, I just take my drum bag with all my sticks in it, throw it in the trash and just walk out of there. I was like, I don't need this. I don't need the music industry for anymore. Sure, That's an unreal story. Never played and the drums ever again. You learn something new every day, but you want to know where I thought it was going? When you said you had to hand the CD to the instructor, I, it was the I thought CD. like you accidentally handed him a CD of like 50 cents, get rich or die trying. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have just sat there. <laughs> I would have been frozen. But yeah, so that's why I hung up my drum. The short-lived musical career. Yeah, that's why when I watched Dirt, because he mentioned the Motley Crue movie, yeah. I could relate to... You Machine know what that's Kelly. like? Yeah. Oh my God. You and know just what that's like. <laughs> So, so never picked the camera didn't catch that or the computer didn't catch so that. So never like picked up the the sticks again. You think you could still you could still do that? I could still do like a small rhythm on the computer on the drums, yeah. Should we start a band? Oh, we already got a podcast. So we can Yeah, let's do a stick band. with just a podcast. Let's perfect one at a time. Yeah, let's not take too much under like bell at once. Have you ever played an instrument dirty? I played the trombone for like oh my God. Oh, two oh years. My God. Are there any pictures of that? Dude. <laughs> no. Oh, but, damn it. But when, uh, basically, so what, what grade do you pick up an instrument? Third grade, usually when they put the recorder in your hands to tell you to make, <laughs> no, not make not magic. Middle school. Middle school, you have to be in band or something in middle school. Right. I think it was like elementary school, like fifth, fourth or fifth grade. And I wanted to play the trumpet. But I walked in the room and he goes, you'd be really good at the trombone. You're like big enough to like handle yeah. it. <laughs> Looks like you could lift this You're probably up. the only one who could hold it. <laughs> Were you good at it? No. Do you play an instrument, John? I played the piano, but I was horrible at it, so I stopped. When did you play the piano? I learned uh, really quickly that like I was going to be better. Music wasn't for you. I was going to be better at like sports and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it'd be sick. Like, I wish I could play the piano. Oh, dude, imagine, like, just being able to, like, serenade people. Dude. You play Beethoven. If you were walking, imagine, like, we went out and, like, Dirty would just have his trombone with him just in case. <laughs> oh, dude. No, honestly, if you could. <laughs> you think that's hot? Check this out. If you could walk up to any piano in, yeah. like, any given room. And just rip it. Oh, dude. I uh, We have a buddy, Fackler. 
Yeah. He can go, he went up on a piano and just played the piano version of Dice Pineapples. Holy shit. Ross. Perfection, dude. That's sick. Yeah, I wish I could. That's awesome. I could play like two songs on the piano. I actually did a duet with our buddy Terrence. Remember that? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it a duet. You did the song from uh, Big. Yeah. They do it on their feet. Yeah. I did it with my fingers. <laughs> I did it with my fingers. Nah, I would. How long do you think it would take to learn like two songs on the piano? Like not like like good songs too. I don't think I'd ever be able to learn. Two well, you want to know what the first step is, right? You have to have a piano. I could get access to a piano. All right. I think um, you give you. I give you like a month and a half. You could probably master two songs a month and a half. It's all memorization. Yeah, I guess you're not even at that point learning the piano. You're just memorizing those two songs. Yeah, if you do that, I wouldn't even say you could play the piano. No. Yeah. But like if you, like Darius was saying, you just walk up and you bang out two songs. That's all you need. Oh, yeah. Bro, you could even get halfway through one song and I'd, People bang, I'd bang you right there on the piano. I'd be like, wow, that's hot. Damn, I might need to get myself on the piano. Get myself in front of the keys. We need to go to classy places then that have pianos. Keys and Cues has a piano. Then that's where that's we're where, going. The, the DJ booth is there. Oh. <laughs> so For that to, reason. You'd have to play over <laughs> the DJ. wannabes like you don't go yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, they don't want you. Try to light around. it up. Damn, Mike. I almost wish you uh, you killed that session and you were a drummer. Yeah, it's like a lot of what ifs and that's, you know, that yeah. story. A lot of regret. I put it behind me, though. It's a long time ago. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Um, I mean, we could do questions if you want to get. We have some I feel like the questions are going to take a decent amount yeah, of time. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. You want to get into them? All right, guys. First question comes in from Husband Hunting NYC. Sop. They ask, explain the story behind your biggest bar tab. Oh, wow. Really taking us. Wow. <laughs> um. You got yeah, 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 I got mine, but mine kind of like is kind of sucks. Go ahead. We were drunk one night at Guidi's, and we went out with his friend, the kid who has the broken hand. Yeah, and it was his. He's bro- had a broken hand for like two years, and he turned. <laughs> he turned. He turned twenty one that he keeps, night. He keeps fucking with it before it heals. Yeah, he turned twenty one that night. <laughs> Sorry, and I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. That's so I literally had like a two hundred and seventy dollar bar tab because I just kept buying this kid drinks all night long. Damn. That's two seventies a lot. I it actually, wasn't like even like I've never had anything that high. He's not even my friend. He's he, a, friend, he's just of a friend. friend of a friend, and I got excited that it was his birthday. I I mean I have just when I heard the question, I was like, I nothing jumps out for me, but I have like a couple, couple funny ones that. Uh, well, one was Parker. Jesse had a good one when we were in Fire Island last summer. Yeah, I heard about this. And uh, Jesse, this was one of the greatest Jesse nights. Ever. Start to finish ever. ever, but the bar tab part of the story was uh, there was these chicks for their bachelorette. They're having a bachelorette party, and like Jesse was mingling with them, and like they really liked Jesse and all this and stuff. And so he he went and like was gonna buy them drinks. There was like ten of them, and he just kind of gave them his credit card. <laughs> And they just racked up a huge bill. Oh. Gave Jesse back his credit card. I don't even think Jesse got a drink out of it. And then just they kind of left. I don't even think he got a hug out. Was it like uh, two girls that he wanted to buy a drink for, but then they bought? Oh, that's yes. You're right. I'm sorry. So it was like a couple of them, and he's like, oh, "I'll buy you guys a drink." And then they took his card and bought all their friends' drinks, right. and then came <laughs> back. So that was a pretty brutal one. 
But he was wearing like a pink wig at that point in the night, so I don't think he cared <laughs> that much. No, that's all time the, Jesse yeah, Knight. That was a great Jesse Knight. Wasn't even there for it. He got a. You weren't there for it. You weren't there for that. I don't know. I think I might have like visited. Oh like, wow! I felt like you were there, but uh, yeah, what that was a. He got the public urination that night. Expensive night. Expensive, Jesse. very <laughs> expensive night. Run and the then the other one that I was thinking of was just funny. Was uh, we were at McKeebs, which we've talked about McKeebs on the pod before, but this is basically the bar we went to before we turned twenty one because they let you in. And one night we were with this kid and we were probably six or seven of us. And instead of buying us like beers or I guess just like a pitcher or two for everyone, he bought everyone their own pitcher of Bud Light. Yeah. And we were walking around McKeeves with like everyone had their own pitcher. Yeah. And we were drinking out of it. It's a genius idea. But I don't that Definitely was like a. Oh, well over a hundred dollars. Yeah, this was in high school. school. So I was like, "This kid's such a baller!" Like he's. But when you're looking back on it, we were all just holding pitchers of beer, walking around the bar, like no cups. We were just drinking out of them. So those are the two kind of weird bar tab orders that I got. Neither of them were mine, but I thought they were kind of good. Yeah. You got anything, or you want to just? I try to be responsible when I buy. A bunch of drinks. You're very frugal no, at the like, bar. Dude, like, uh, one thing that happened on Friday night was I went up and I got, like, I don't know, three vodka sodas and three Bud Lights for everybody. And uh, they gave me, um, like, a higher class vodka. That you didn't ask for. Right. So instead of, you know, 7 or $8, it was, like... Uh, 14 a piece and like that was annoying but yeah Dude, that bar is tough to get drinks rusting gold is tough to get drinks in. well yeah you were trying to get a drink and then i said fuck it i'll try to get a drink i too. was yelling and then we both met in the middle with like <laughs> what a dozen drinks i was yelling like a fangirl to the bartender it was like trying to get an autograph from jeter in his prime yeah no that and they were all on one side of the bar that's when we we moved like we, moved. we finally moved around to the middle and then you came around the other side and yeah like you came back with 12 drinks but yeah, that was it. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Moving so on. <laughs> next question is from Ryan. Reservation for five. You pick four celebrities to join you for dinner. Who do you pick to complete the group for the night? Oh, my God. oh before we answer, I would want to guess how many overlaps we have. I could tell you one that I have. You think that, that anybody is going to be like a consensus Celeb for all of us. I have one that out. neither of you are even going to think of or say. Oh, right, you can start. Go ahead. No, I'm not ready yet. You go first. Okay. Yeah. So I first one. We could have done it like a snake draft where you can't use the same, but let's just do it. You could take overlaps. Tiger Woods is going to be my dude. Favorite. That's the consensus. Is that a consensus? You know what I'm talking? No, about? he's not. Tiger's not. Tiger's in not in his. Tiger's okay. I thought Tiger might get everybody because the guy's a fucking legend. Imagine the stories that guy. If you like, sat him down, got him. Open oh, a bottle sure, of wine. Sick. Oh, absolutely. All right. Next one. A little more I left field. Seth might have him. Daryl Strawberry. Don't have Daryl. That I like I that. Because I want insight in that 86 Mets. Yeah. That that's guy, a good one. I like They that have one. some stories. Like you every time like a little tidbit of information leaks from the 86 Mets, it's electric. Uh-huh. And Daryl Strawberry is in the middle Darryl's of all that. Daryl's a good one. Um moving away from sports, Mark Wahlberg. Good one. Kind of like that. On my list. Good one. Kind of well, like so that. You guys have very similar list. Yeah, no. I mean, Wahlberg, how could you go wrong? Yeah. 
Uh, I was on the fence about the last one, um, but I, I, I've stuck with like A-list status. Okay. And then I was going to go George Clooney. Bro, George Clooney almost cracked mine. It's four, right? It's not it's four. Five. You're, You're the fifth. fifth. Okay, George Clooney almost cracked I was going to say John Daly. Because that guy is okay, like another legend. a legend, but you know, I stayed A-lister, kept it, kept it classy with George Clooney. All right. And then that's my That's list. a good – I like that list. Daryl Strawberry is a good one. Right. I think I got – I think a lot of people like Dirty – I I could guess that Dirty's probably has – this guy, I'll let you know if I'm right, but I don't want to steal your thunder. But I bet a lot of people would also have him, but I, I couldn't do it. I'll let you know once it comes okay. out. Okay. I got Mike Tyson. Good one, dude. Mike Fuck. Tyson. Talk about stories. Yeah, because uh, so my whole thing was stories for this one. Yeah. So Mike Tyson, we're all gambling people here, right? Yeah. Michael Jordan. That was the one. Dude. That was the one. That was the, exactly the one I was just saying how a lot of people would have it, but I'm a LeBron guy. I couldn't have Jordan. Michael Jordan. I knew Dirty was going to have Jordan. <laughs> my next two may throw you. My third, Denzel Washington. Money. Denzel Washington. It was a toss up, just going to this, it was a toss up between him and De Niro. De Niro would had some good stories from like the old days with Pacino and all them. And then my fourth, Steven Seagal. That's stupid. No, it's not. <laughs> Steven Seagal is an ex-Navy SEAL. Oh, isn't he like undercover or something? Like he's trying to take down like some country in Europe or something? I don't know, but he's an ex-Navy SEAL. There's, so There's something going on with so Steven Seagal. Ex-Navy SEAL, icon, action movie star in the 80s and 90s. Right. Just I feel like those would be great stories from those those groups of guys no 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 I chicks don't. so far out of eight people so far no chicks i don't think anyone's gonna pick a chick dude so i only have one more yeah so what, you have tiger Wahlberg, and jordan tiger Wahlberg, jordan you want to just come to my dinner <laughs> dude we could like <laughs> and you could bring you could bring a, an extra guest and that would be your four you could have a plus one <laughs> i'm doing leo nice oh yeah. good one nice you good gotta one. do leo i like that good one i was almost gonna i was gonna Say like maybe like Bieber, Bieber. dude. No, no. Dude, if we well, would, the only other person I would do, but he's dead, is Michael Jackson. I don't think I'd have Michael Jackson at my dinner. Fuck, I should have went first. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. I think Daryl Strawberry. I think guys from back in the day, like I want a guy. Straw's like a good one. Yeah, Straw's a good one. All right, we got any more questions? Yep, 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 yep. Cool. Um, yeah, when did you think of Straw? That was a good one, man. All right, Dan asks, would you rather fight a bear or a gorilla and explain why? <laughs> Jesus. How specific. I have to pick one. <laughs> like, uh, I guess I would try and, I don't know, maybe fight the bear. I'm going bear, too. I don't even know why. Bro, gorillas. Dude, you ever see a – I think just gorillas are so scary. You ever see the video of the two gorillas going at it? Yeah. It looks like they could take down, like – Anything. Right. But like a bear is going to just rip you apart too. I they have like, claws. I feel yeah. like a bear has got less of a jaw than a gorilla does. Like a gorilla could take a punch. So could a bear, but I feel like. Dude, enough, oh, of, like a jaw, like you could be able to hit the bear. No, better. but you're saying like those videos when the gorillas yeah, fight no, each other, those gorillas are getting rocked in the face and they're still swinging. Yeah. No, I, I feel like you could stun a bear and then he'll run off. Right. Or you could just play dead. Or you just fight a bear. I feel like you time. could like flick a bear in the nose. and it might... Yeah. Like a shark. If you punch it in the yeah. head. Yeah. But punch probably not. I'd probably just get mad. A gorilla. Who would you fight? Dude, I'm not t- I'm not going anywhere near a gorilla. Yeah. So you're taking on a bear with us. <laughs> us three could take down a bear. Maybe like a, a small, like 
bear with one Because, like, even if it gets a hold of you, like, me and Dirty could hit it in its back. How would that? Like, while it's tossing you around, me and Dirty could just... Oh, like, but if it got a hold of you, like, me and Dirty couldn't do that? No, I hope you'd do the same for me. <laughs> yeah, I just picked you, you. I'm not going to get attacked. I think that we could take down, like, maybe a very small bear that has two broken legs, maybe. And like, nine. a couple, like, uh, gunshot wounds. Yeah. And it's got a dart in its neck. All its teeth missing. Yeah. As long as the baby... declawed. As long as, like, the family members are away. Because if you're fighting, like, a baby cub and the mama cub, mama bear's around, you're fucked. Yeah. So, an orphan, an orphan <laughs> cub. An orphan cub. Khabib fought a bear, a cub. Yeah. He's fine. They chained that thing up when they fought it. It was, like, chained to the tree. Yeah, but still. It's a bear. It's a bear. And... Right. Bear's a bear. True. Next question, please. Next question. <laughs> Last question. All right. Um, Cormac asks, in honor of the Hung Cheese Boys hitting Belmont, what would your racehorse name be? Ooh. Um, wow. That was a tough one. I don't know why I like this idea about how some people name their horses stuff to trip up the announcers who are try- who have to pronounce the names. Like alliterations. Yeah. So I was going to uh, maybe do that. Like the example they used on TV was Irish wristwatch. Cause that's like, a, that's really difficult to say. And like, right. if you have to yell that, say it three times fast. I, I, I can really say it once slow. Just give it a, give it a whirl. Irish wristwatch, Irish wristwatch, Irish wristwatch. Yeah. You couldn't do that. <laughs> no, during a derby. No way. Yeah, but imagine like Irish just coming out the outside. Like, that's pretty smooth. Yeah, huh. it's hard. <laughs> you sound like one of those auction guys. Well, that's how they sound when they're doing the race. So I was going to say like Sally's Seashells. That's my horse's name. Imagine Irish wristwatch and Sally's Seashells were in the same race and they were going back and forth. That guy would have an aneurysm. He would. He would freak yeah. out. Probably so that, that was why I picked it. it but there, you could pick a million different cool names. Yeah, there's a bunch you could pick from. Jody, what would you pick? Probably name mine John. Aw, thanks. After me? Or another John? Not a different John. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would just name my horse like a human name, like Billy. So and here have... comes Billy around the outside! <laughs> Brian. <laughs> just some real, like, generic. Here comes Joe. Steve. <laughs> dude. If your horse's name was Steve, you'd be so... you would not win any race. You gotta have a cool name, though. Sugar tits. What do you think of Sir Winston? Sugar as a name? tits. <laughs> Sir the girls love Sir Winston as a name. Sir Winston was good. I think I would name it honestly after like a president. President. Yeah. Which one? Probably Lincoln. Lincoln. Not Hoover. Gunshot Lincoln, or Gunshot Abe. That would be my name. Of my horse. I know. Gunshot Abe. Or Slingshot Steve. <laughs> Slingshot Steve. <laughs> <laughs> You got a name, dude, or or you John, right? Best name around. <laughs> it's like the most generic name. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no. Was there any, any... I, I will call him horse. <laughs> <laughs> there were some cool names at the Belmont. I'm trying to think. I wish I kept the program, but I threw it out in disgust. War of Will's a good one. Cookie dough. I bet on cookie dough. Be, yeah, that that was a trap. Yeah, because who who, who does who's not like going to want to bet on Cookie Yeah, but that was the same thing. Everyone bet on Sir Winston for the name, and that ended up working. Someone you asked, someone asked me why I bet Cookie Dough, and I said, because why wouldn't you? I love the ice cream. Dude, it was kind of fun to yell, like, let's go Cookie Dough! <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he didn't do too hot. No, I only saw dough. the ponies go around one time. 
like one race. Oh, really? Like, yeah. It was kind of fun. Like you hang out in the shade and like the area with all the tents and stuff. And then you're keeping an eye on the clock. And you and run then, in. And you just run in with everybody, watch the race that lasts like two minutes, and then wait, you know, leave, wait another 40 minutes. I kind of like that. Like, that's what Toby's going to be like. It's what very was- casual. And then, you know, sprint up there, watch it for a couple minutes, and then go hang out. You know what I was bit. bummed at that I really wanted to see? Like, when we bet the horse, like, you get to see the horse walk by. Yeah. We were in a section just to the left of that. Right. So, to our right about 50 yards down was where the horse would stop turn and then head to the gate well that was the fin- that's the finish line is where they were turning yeah. around so i like to inspect the horse as it walked by and i didn't get to inspect any of them right dude another thing and we full did, body inspection i will say that we, <laughs> we like to look at it in balls <laughs> big ball slow horse aerodynamic. you gotta be aerodynamic Small. yeah but big balls probably a lot of, a lot of testosterone in those things yeah that's that's true too i want my horse with some nice nuts so we did talk about this uh, earlier, but I wanted to bring it up on the, on the pod because at Belmont, as like per a lot of uh, professional sporting events, um, beers were like 14 bucks or oh, something like that. Dude. And I know I said this earlier, but I wanted to bring it up here. What if you, if you, if I was starting a country, I'd make a rule that no beer – Anywhere could be anything above seven dollars. Then, brother, you got to get a time machine and go back to the twenties. Would, <laughs> would that be like a law? Yes, that's that's like the first. So, you, law. so you're like writing your laws, like you can't murder anybody, like you can't, like you know, steal. Right. You can't, can't charge above seven dollars for a beer. Breaking this law punishable by death. Punishable by death. <laughs> death by stoning. And like mixed drinks. That could, that's the wild, wild west. Like, I don't care what you charge for that because then you're – Have at it. Yeah. But beers, dude, $14 is egregious. Yeah. That is a ton. And the problem was, too, that it was so hot that they were going at down you, like Yeah, water. you need them. Yeah. They, it's a smart business move. I mean, you get it. Market drives Supply the price. man, that's man. It. Econ. That was bullshit, though. I agree with Dirty. Yeah. I didn't like it. All right. Well, something that we could talk about here is Dirty Mike. Do you know what's coming here? I think I have a good idea. I have a good feeling. <laughs> um, what is the best thing you ate this week? Well, fellas, um, the, the best thing I ate this week was on Saturday, the day of the Belmont. And it wasn't like a great eating day for me because I started off with a bagel, bagel and cream cheese. Oh, bagel. Um, and then I probably had like a bite of somebody's hot dog. You had a bite of my hot dog. No, no, it wasn't Whoa. yours. You did. It wasn't yours. No, you did. No, I didn't. It was Tyler's hot dog. You don't remember taking a bite of mine? No. You took a bite of mine. Yeah, right. I'm not being sexual. That. I'm being serious. I think All right. I'm pretty sure you had a bite. So after the long day of boozing in the sun, watching the ponies, we get back to Guidi's and he orders a bunch of chicken parm heroes. Per Guidi, like after a drunk. Well, I think everyone needed this. Yeah. The chicken parm hero is the best thing I ate, but let's go over his order. <laughs> Three chicken parm heroes, a slice of pizza, uh, a dozen wings, 
Mozi sticks. Garlic bread, mozzi sticks, and cheese fries. <laughs> the soggiest cheese fries I've ever touched. Well, who orders cheese fries from a pizza place? But you, don't. you know what it was? He was scrolling through his phone, putting in this order, right. and he saw the words cheese fries. Yeah. Bro, just, little, you know. little pro tip for any foodies out there. If you're ever going to order fries, you got to eat them at the place. They do not travel well. Uh, another pro tip, if you have to take the fries to go... Before you leave, you have to crack the uh, lid. The lid, really, so the air gets in. It stays crisp. I did not know that. But back to this chicken parm hero. I was a little worried. I don't know. I was wasted. A little worried about my carb intake because I had that bagel. <laughs> I had that bagel in the morning. You ate that bagel and it just didn't leave your mind the rest yeah. of the day. <laughs> yeah, very worried about the carb intake. So what I did was I took this this foot long chicken parm and i took the chicken off of one side and i doubled it up <laughs> on the other side <laughs> you're a sick puppy dude that was some of the the best bites i've taken oh my god that sounds a fully good. loaded chicken parm but yeah um i did want to do one thing before we should close up i know that we did it last week of plugging uh instagram oh yeah oh. let's go All right, i have I a good a, i have another good food one i got a quick one um so this guy is a Relief pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds, so probably not known by too many people, but uh, his name's Amir Garrett. Uh, his handle is Count on AG, and uh, for no other reason other than he's just dope. Um, he's an absolute unit. He's like got to be 6'5", 230, every bit of it probably. I might be selling him short. Yeah, he's a St. John's guy. He played St. Uh, John's guy. St. John's. Absolutely. Hoopa. Uh, he's a lefty fire flamethrower, um, and he's just kind of fun to watch when he's out there. He, yeah, he has he's an animated time, character. Animated, and uh, his Instagram's pretty dope. So if you want to check it out, he's a good follow. Um, I, I got you, you guys got one. I got one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually recently just followed it myself. The Instagram name is Nastya Nas. So it's N A S T Y A N A S S. She is a fitness coach slash model, twerk teacher, vegan, and she has her own booty building program. Whoa. Uh, it's basically just videos of her. She's a professional twerking dancer. Well, show us a little Can bit. Can I see a video? Yeah, sure. Well, let's see this more. Is bad for, <laughs> this is, as John would say, this is bad for radio, but. Oh, no. You get a live reaction right now. So she's pumping gas oh and she's twerking. Oh, wow. Wow, she really. Oh, oh, Imagine being in the car next to this. Imagine pumping gas next to this, right? Just have gas squirting everywhere. How does she move like that? She's down. Oh. All right, enough of this. <laughs> so, boys, girls, you could follow it too. I mean, I think everyone would want. Oh my God, John, yeah. you hard? Uh, Dude, no. get that thing away. Oh, but here's the kick. Here's the kicker, though. She's about a three in the face. You were looking at her face, right? Well, no, she like she doesn't have many face pictures, but the one she does, she's not that attractive uh, in the face. But okay. can't have she, it all. After you see her videos, she's first team all American. All right. That's Thank my you. Instagram plug. All right, so mine moving away from twerking is another <laughs> food one. Uh, it's called the irregular lens, no spaces. Um, absolutely fire food picks. I'm gonna pull it um, up. Yeah, pull it up. Anything from like sushi to like chicken tenders, and and I don't know what he does to the pictures. You're the only person that I follow that follows yeah. this account. Yeah, that's <laughs> usually how it goes with most food accounts. So oh, wow, what's he got on there? 
I've, are those Philly cheesesteaks? So you eat a bagel and you like think about it all day, but you look at these pictures all day. Is it just like if you, I got, you try and take the food in like through your eyeballs so that way they don't stay on your hips? If I got oh the, my God, look if, at the ribs. If I got calorie intake from looking at these pictures, I'd be five thousand pounds because And it's from San Fran in LA. That's so pretty much all all do where all the food spots are as at, far away um, from here as possible. So you're not tempted. Is it shrimp on a stick? Shrimp, shrimp on, on a stick. Is that shrimp? shrimp on the bobby? Holy shit. All right. We're going to get in a dark hole Check here. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think that was a solid episode. Hell boys. yeah, dude. We did good. It's a pleasure checking in with y'all. Next week might be an interesting one. Yeah. We next got a big week. trip. Oh, sh- next week. Stay tuned, Talk listeners. To I was just thinking this. Who's really going to be the one that's away here? You guys or me? Where are you going? We're going to be here Sunday. Oh, you're here Sunday? We'll be here Sunday. Oh, never mind. Next week is going to be great content, folks. Yeah, we're going to have good stuff. The boys are going to Boston. Well, two of them. Two of the three hung cheesers. Two-thirds of the boys are going to Boston. And uh, we might come back with an interview. Or two. Yeah, so we'll see. Next next week is going to be a fire episode. Not not like this one wasn't. I'll I'll make sure no one breaks in. Here, I'll hold down the floor. Okay, cool. All right, see you next week. Later.